Hello, friends. My name is Nancy, and welcome to Life Lessons and My Faith in Jesus. It's June 1st. It's my favorite month in Colorado. Not too hot, just the right temperature. It's called Goldilocks weather. This podcast is not about what a great Christian Nancy is, but how great our Lord is. He is awesome. My mother used to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. Good advice that comes directly from the Bible. Our words can be encouraging or hurtful. Sometimes it's better not to say anything at all or very little. Here's a great Bible verse from Proverbs. There is one who speaks like piercing of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. Have you ever said something you truly regretted? I have. (laughs) I think they call that putting your foot in your mouth. It was a mistake the minute it came out of my mouth. I wish I could have taken it back. What was I thinking? I'm going to read some verses from James chapter 3, verses 5 through 10, about how our tongue can cause us trouble and hurt someone. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a force a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and had been tamed by mankind, but no man can tame the tongue. It's unruly, evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have made, been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My breathing, these things ought not to be so. Oh, yes, the chapter continues with more verses, stating a firm case about our dreadful tongue and the havoc it causes. I would recommend reading the whole chapter. I only read part of it. Powerful words. There's a difference between a cruel world and a thoughtful criticism. Know your audience before you talk. I don't believe in the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. They hurt. The Lord created us to have friends and relationships, build bonds of trust. Hurtful, unkind words break those bonds. I'd love to see t-shirts, bumper stickers that say, be kind. But t-shirts with negative sayings like, I hate everyone, make me sad. I feel bad about that person has so much anger. It's a heavy weight to carry. How about gossip? Hmm. I will have no part of it. I suggest you run away from it. You want to lose friends? Start gossiping. In my opinion, if you're talking about Susie, who's to say you won't talk about me? It's a trap. Walk away from it. Even celebrities with all their fame and fortune are subject to hurtful, demeaning criticism. We put these people on such high pedestals with such large expectations, and once they make one small mistake, like we all do, 
we'd jump all over them. Anyone would crack under this pressure. And money doesn't make things all better, as we could see, because none of us are perfect, only our Lord Jesus. This is why our Lord Jesus speaks about idolatry in the Bible. John chapter 5, verse 21. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. See how it hurts the people that entertain us with their God-gifted talents? James chapter 1, verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. I think we can all say we've seen celebrities who've entertained us fallen by paralyzing addictions. So sad. It broke my heart when Princess Diana died. The media just could not leave her alone, and she had no privacy, and all she wanted to do was live her life. But like bullies on a playground, they would not let up, and a terrible loss for the family. When I was in elementary school, I liked all the classmates. In school, I did, for all their differences. It didn't matter. And I will never forget one of my classmates, Candy Jones, told me, uh, Nancy, you can't be everyone's friend. Well, why not? It's not, it, it's not too bad, but I wasn't familiar with this verse because I could have told Candy Jones, John chapter 13, 34-35, a new command I give you, love one another as I've loved you, and so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. If you love one another, I never like to see other kids in school getting teased or bullied. Unfortunately, as I grew older, I learned the sin of judging others. Not proud of that. Now here are some verses that make it clear. Luke chapter 6, verse 36. Therefore be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Ever ask one to forgive you? I know I have. One of my favorite stories in high school is John chapter 8. The Pharisees had caught a woman in adultery. They were getting ready to stone her and asked Jesus, what should they do? And he told them, let any one of you who is without sin, be the first to throw a stone at her. Of course, they all dropped their stones and walked away. Jesus told the woman, Go now and leave your life of sin. And who's perfect? None of us. But for all of us who believe he died for our sins, we have eternal life. When I was a kid, if, if I broke something in the house, I could hear my parents say, oh, Who's going to pay for that? Well, we didn't have an income back then. You know, being eight or ten years old, really not drawing any income, huh? So we had to be punished or submit to some awful chores. We sacrificed something. God so loved the world, he gave his son to pay the price so we could be free. Romans chapter 12, 16 through 18. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, Live at peace with everyone. In my opinion, when we judge too quickly, we may miss a good friendship 
or a missed experience. We live in a very protected culture. And though you don't want to share everything with everybody, I understand. <laughs> Kindness goes a long way. You don't know what kind of day that person has had. Be kind and thoughtful. I find when I'm down, being kind to others cheers me up. Imagine that. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running into your lap. For the, this same measure that you use it, it will be measured back to you. I think you get a lot back. Why not find out? And not everyone returned my act of friendship in elementary school, like Candy Jones warned. But many did. Friends are a blessing from the Lord. Proverbs 27, verse 9. Sweet friendships refresh the soul and awaken our hearts with joy. For good friends are like the anointing oil that yields the fragrant incense of God's presence. Friends are the perfect gift from above. Take care of your friendships. I have learned so much from my friends, like being a better person. Keep in touch with them. Let them know you're thinking of them. How hard is it to send a text? Gee whiz. I can't think of anything at a fancy retail store that I would trade for a friend. They are priceless. I've had a friend that lives in California. We've been friends since ninth grade. She used to travel to Denver on business, and we would get together for dinner. <laughs> Every time I saw her, we picked up where we left off. I've gone out to visit her in California. I can read the Bible, hear the word, but I must put it into practice. Like buying a gym, gym membership and never going to the gym. <laughs> James chapter verse 22. And do not merely, merely listen to the word, so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do it, what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, They'll be blessed in what they do. So I have a story. <laughs> I take the light rail downtown to work. Every morning, I get on the train. I close my eyes and rest until I get to 6th and Osage Station, and then I start listening to Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Every day, same routine. I got on the train one day, and this young man got on after me and said, Is this a train to Sheridan Boulevard? Oh, oh gosh, no. But I simply explained how he could get to Sheridan by taking a series of trains. He looked confused and got off the train. Oh, no. Oh, dear Lord. I can't let him stand at Nine Mile Station at 530 in the morning, waiting for a train that won't get him to his destination. I'm going to have to go find him. So as I stood up to get off the train, he got back on. Oh, thank goodness. Again, I explained to him clearly how to get to his destination. And he finally understood. Boy, I've been there, having someone at work explain a process I didn't understand or countless other favors. Gee, uh, like, where do I start? Um, I lost my keys at Park Meadow Mall during COVID. 
Remember when we didn't want to touch anything? <laughs> Some kind person picked up my keys and walked them down to security. Oh, bless you, my friend. Countless times my car was pushed out of the snow when I first moved here. Well, I didn't know an old Mustang wasn't good in the snow. <laughs> Found out, though. It goes on and on. How many wonderful people have helped me. Here is a verse from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. I'm hoping through my podcast to bring more people to Jesus. I'll bring this up again in the future podcast, and it is needed uh, in our lives. It's prayer. None of us are getting through this life without trials and tribulations. The Lord asks us to reach out to him in prayer. He knows our prayer before we even ask, but he wants us to ask him. Our Lord will receive our prayer. Luke chapter 8, verse 17. For nothing is secret that shall shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. The Lord knows what is best for us. A parent doesn't give a child everything they want, or they would hold off on giving them their wish until they felt they were ready for it. His timing is always perfect. And we live in a culture where everything is instantaneous. Ah, The click of a mouse, tap here, tap there. Our Lord doesn't work that way. In some cases, our Lord has exceeded my expectations. It is important to pray and let go of the prayer, and let the Lord do his work, trusting in him. Like sprinkling seeds, hoping some will grow, Matthew chapter 13 talks about the parable of the seed and how we receive the word of God and what we do when we receive it. I hope you take a step of faith to learn more about Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his contents upon you and give you peace. I hope you have a wonderful, blessed day. Thank you so much for listening.